Hey, hey y'all, this, this is, is the, the Coffee, Coffee Duo, Duo podcast, podcast, where we sip, share, and connect. Fueled by coffee, conversation, and community. This is Erica. And I'm John. And together, and together we're we the are the Coffee, Coffee Duo, Duo podcast. podcast. Grab your favorite coffee. And come listen along with us. Welcome to the Coffee Duo podcast, season one, episode six. Let's go. Coffee poop. Coffee Mm, poop? Yummy. Let's not talk about coffee poop. Like, everybody has to poop. (laughs) Everybody does. After drinking coffee, right? I mean, like, let's see uh, a show of hands here in the studio. Uh Uh-huh. Everybody's hands is up here. (laughs) Coffee poop. This is... Wow. Okay. So, we're going to start episode six with... Yeah. Coffee poop. Coffee poop. poop. So, is this going to... So is this going to be like the medical forward or what are we talking no, about? Okay. No. You, you got some this, notes written down there. Let me, let's this, hear what you got to say. This has got to be the most interesting, disgusting, and sad thing that I've read about in a while. Okay. So it's called Kopi Luwak. Kopi Luwak is the name of the coffee. What? And Kopi Luwak. Yeah. Origin, okay. Originated in the Indonesia area. Okay. And basically what it is, it's this cute little animal that kind of looks like a little raccoon, but the kind of like the two thirds of the back of the body looks like a leopard. We have a picture we're going to put up on our Instagram for you guys. Go check out our Instagram. It's really cool looking, but it's called a civet. A civet. Is the little cat-like raccoon-like creature. And the interesting thing is, is that this particular animal loves the coffee cherries. So for those people that are not familiar, the coffee bean is actually like the seed inside of what looks like a very red cherry. And it looks really pretty too. The pictures of them and I I would think I would eat them. Yeah. So this little animal called the civet loves these coffee cherries and they're very particular by the way. They're super picky about what coffee cherry they're going to take off the tree and eat and then they partially digest the outside part which is the red part and then they poop out the coffee bean along with other stuff that gets pooped out right Mm, yummy Mm, so good so we go back to the coffee or the the cherry Mm -hmm. that you said they're very particular do they eat like just the ripe ones or are they green or no they're looking for the red ones so the most red ones but like like, they can you know it's kind of like you you know what what we're talking about like when you look through a a container of blueberries and there's one that's not quite so great looking maybe some that just look good yeah yeah and you're like i'm not eating that gotcha well that's how they are so they're very very particular Ah, interesting okay Mm -hmm. and so what the process apparently or the reason why this coffee supposedly tastes so good is that it's one of two reasons. Science doesn't exactly know. So they're trying to replicate this, by the way, which I'm very glad to hear that they're trying to replicate the process so the poor little things don't get stuffed full of coffee cherries mm. inside little farms. Yeah. But what they basically do is it's either one that they're very, very picky about the coffee cherry that they're eating. So it's like the highest quality. Mm-hmm. 
or two, it's the enzymes and the digestive process that somehow makes the coffee taste better. So they do their thing, they eat it, they do their pooping, and then the... (laughs) Mm. The look on your face is classic. And then what they do is the workers come around and they collect the poo and then they wash it off and then they sun dry the coffee bean. And so then after it's sun dried, they package it up and send it off. The problem is that there's fake Kopi Luwak because, of course, people want a buck, right? Yeah. So there's fake stuff. And then the other problem is how they treat the animals, which is awful. So a lot of people say like you can find quote unquote wild civet copy, uh, Kobe Luwak coffee, mm-hmm. but it's not like, it's very, very rare to actually find r- true wild coffee. That's Kobe Luwak. And the price is crazy. It's crazy expensive. If you're just joining us right now, we're talking about poop coffee. coffee. Poop. <laughs> Thank you. We're still talking about this. Because it's so, fascinating. So it comes out of this animal. Yeah. And they sun dry. Do they ever roast it? Do you know if they roast the bean when it gets to somewhere or if they yeah, just grind yeah. it up? Eventually so they, they roast it. Okay. Yeah. So they're going to eventually roast it. roast it. Right. Like this. Okay. So you said, so I'm going to think of an expensive coffee. I mean, like when you buy a bag for say $30 a bag. hmm and, but you get like a pound of it. So you get a half a pound mm-hmm. for $35 because it's something really unique. Right. Is that what you're talking about price-wise by this? No. no. It's what? $100 a bag. Okay, 100 bucks. To, to $1,300 if it's the wild kind. $1,300 so it's So it's $100 if you've got these poor little civet animals caged up in a really tiny cage that's you know, pretty much wire and the poor little things, or it's $1,300 a bag if it's from the truly the wild, but then how do you really know it's the wild? Because you can't really prove it. $1,300 for poop coffee. Yeah, poop coffee. Yeah. I can't even imagine, first of all, drinking it. So I just, that just sounds disgusting to me. And what does this stuff taste like? Is it good? Do people love it? Or is it just more the mystique of it or the, you know, that you can't, not everyone can get this. So what's... So the interesting thing that I read was, because I haven't tried it, because I just can't, I just can't, um, is that it's less acidic. Okay. Okay. And the other thing that's really funny is um, it it varies by the type of coffee, right? Because there's different elevations. Oh, Oh, yes, yes. Right? Like coffee, you know, coffee has, grows in different elevations and stuff like that. But also the origin of the beans, the processing, the roasting, the aging, the brewing, all of that kind of stuff can all alter the flavor of your poop coffee, is what I'm going to call it now. The diet and the health of the civet, the stress level of the civet, because if they live in awful conditions, clearly they're going to be stressed out. Wow. So, So really and truly, like there's no consistency among this particular coffee and it's really like in the coffee industry as a whole they consider this like gimmicky you know like it's just novelty and this this episode is not a gimmick we will actually put we're going to put a picture of this the civet on there with like an article so you can guys see this we we actually saw this i actually heard about this also on um oh what's the show with jerry seinfeld are you talking about? On Netflix. Coffee. Oh, 
Coffee and car. Yeah. Comedians yeah. with Comedians coffee and, and cars. Comedians and car. And he Comedians was with Jay Leno, yeah. which really fun fact if you haven't seen that episode jay leno has never drinking a cup of coffee mm-hmm. until he was with until he was there with um jerry seinfeld and he had a sip of coffee he didn't do the this uh kopi luwak coffee no. but they talked they about, about it in yeah. the episode a little bit so yeah they were talking about it but also interestingly enough is it it uh in my reading it said that it's really just sold for the story not for the quality like the there's you know there's this thing called the cupping mm. Yes. which is like a scale of points of taste of coffee. And it was two points below the lowest coffee. So it's not even so that great of it's coffee. Not, apparently not. Um, so it basically, it says that it adds smoothness to the body. But it was really funny because somebody said that a food writer reviewed it and he said it tasted like Folgers, stale, lifeless, petrified dinosaur droppings steeped in bathtub water <laughs> well give me a cup of that i'll take that one i was like wow that is a fantastic def- uh, description of poop coffee so yeah it's it we know what was really interesting to me too though was how it the, actually the university of florida is currently researching and has gotten a patent for the process to try to mimic what's going on in the digestive tract of the civet. So basically trying to make it to where they can replicate the process so that they don't have to actually have these poor little animals caged, which I think is great. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Because I don't, you know, I've seen some videos by the way, because in doing my research, I watched some really awful YouTube videos of people. Like there was some really nice, um, enclosures okay. like zoo like enclosures and they were feeding them like mangoes and all this yummy stuff and then the coffee cherries okay and and it looked literally legit like a huge zoo yeah and then i've seen other ones where it was like they were stuck in a cage that was like twice their size wow and it was like a wire bottom and obviously you know you try standing on a wire bottom of anything for mm. any length of time that's elevated and that's just awful. Yeah. So, but anyway, the University of Florida has issued a patent or has been issued a patent and um, they're trying to basically replicate that process so that you can still have Kopi Luwak coffee without the detriment to an animal. Mmm, coffee. Mm. I can't wait to have some now. Mm-hmm. I know. So I guess so, if you taste some bad coffee, like just be like, hmm. Yeah. At least this is better than Kubi Luwak coffee. Yeah. And and that's the thing, like, you know, there's so much, and this is the sad thing to me. There's so much fake stuff out there. I don't care what you're talking about. True. You know, olive oil is one of them. Yep. Very true. Coffee, obviously the Kopi Luwak is faked. Olive oil is commonly faked. You know, there's just, it's hard to find the authentic and then really know if you're paying for what you're supposed to be paying for. Because I actually looked at uh, Kopi Luwak on Amazon because I was curious. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean. Amazon's got everything. Amazon's my favorite thing. (laughs) I'm kidding. But um, so, and I noticed that there was like a $30 bag of Kopi Luwak. And I was like, that's fake. fake. Was it a pound of coffee? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably fake. And I was like, there's no way. Because, I mean, I'm reading everything about it and how expensive it is. So, but there's a brand called Luwak, so it makes it sound like it oh, is yeah. Kopi Luwak, but it's really not. Well, I wonder what our question of the day 
is going to be for this know. episode here. Hmm. <laughs> well, see. thanks for listening to this about Kopi Luwak, <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back. Question of the week. Would you try Kopi Luwak? Would you consider drinking and buying that particular type of coffee? Poop coffee? Would you try it? <laughs> Let us know. And now back to the Coffee Duo podcast. So recently, John did some traveling for work. And in true form, he visits every possible coffee shop, sometimes a couple of times in the same visit, to, you know, do a little bit of market research and, of course, taste testing. Yes. Yeah, so first I tried some um, poop coffee. <laughs> Just kidding. No, you did not. No, I did not at all. So I got to travel to Lubbock, Texas, which took me to Clovis, New Mexico, mm-hmm. where I got to go to a, a cool local coffee shop. That's all I looked for. It's a smaller town, but they mm-hmm. have a great, I mean, a great cool looking place called Go Blackwater Coffee Company. And this was just a an overall great place. And we're actually working, trying to work with the owners right now to see if we can get them to interview. And I, I think we've got an interview possibly lined up. And what I thought was super cool about this coffee shop, besides the um, their cold brew was absolutely amazing. I really loved it there. I started looking around at the different um, flavors that they had like to mm-hmm. put in the coffee. Mm-hmm. And I don't usually use them a lot, but they said hand or homemade um like the coffee syrups so they did some of their own there actually like caramel or yeah and i think i i I think i actually used the hazelnut the first day and i think i did a vanilla second day which i believe they made both of those in-house really cool so you walk into this place and it's just this it's just massive almost like a two-story building so it looks really cool looking you know just real high ceilings and next to it's a pharmacy and i was like well that's really neat because you can you know, once you're out running your errands, you, you know, go to the pharmacy, get something. You're like, oh, you want something to drink or you just, you're already out. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me grab a coffee. So I asked them, I asked um, some of the baristas there. I was like, oh, what's the deal with this? And they're like, well, the wife here owns the coffee shop part and her husband is a pharmacist, pharmacist. and he owns that. So Smart. you literally can walk through. There's not like even a door between the two. It's just like a hallway opening. And I thought that was such a neat idea. So yeah, we're trying to work with them to... Um, be able to interview them and just talk about their coffee and um, their cool little town of Clovis, New Mexico. So, yeah. That was a cool one. And also, um, that's where Buddy Holly recorded his music, right? Yeah, he recorded some songs in Clovis, Mm -hmm. New Mexico, like That'll Be the Day, stuff like that. And he's from Lubbock. And he's from Lubbock, yeah. yeah. So it's just, it's about an hour away, basically. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It's a cute little story town for yeah. sure. And of course, John's calling me. You got to see this place. This yes, is so great. I he was sending it, yeah. me picture after picture of this place. And then you were just recently in. Mm-hmm. My my lovely hometown, San Antonio. My favorite, favorite um, coffee shop in San Antonio is Pan and Coffee. So Jacob and I have always made it a point to have an occasional date coffee, you know, morning coffee thing, my son. And um, so we, of course... We're just there and had amazing coffee. The favorite is the peanut butter latte. That sounds good. It's awesome. It's a, it is a cold, it's, it's so hard to describe. It is like a creamy peanut butter and a latte. 
it's just a, it's a little sweet. So you can tell them to half sweet, you know, half sweeten it, but it's really good cold. It's not as good hot. Mm, yeah. So, I think that would be better yeah. cold, like a tree. Yeah. But it's a really great local hot spot in North in the North side in Stone Oak. And it is hopping, but they close at three. So that always sucks because I'm like, if I would like a coffee at three 30 or four, I can't go get it. Cause it's closed. <laughs> now the first time you guys talked to me, talked to me about this before I got to go, mm-hmm. I'm very much into cooking. So every time you guys said pan mm. and coffee, I kept calling it pan and loaf, right. like loaf pan because I'm dyslexic <laughs> and I couldn't, I cannot get that out of my hand, pan and loaf. And then you're like, Oh, they have great pastries too. And that oh, didn't yeah. help. Cause then I'm like pan and loaf, now I want more but pastries. it's pan and coffee yeah. in San Antonio. And, and the pastries are amazing cause they make them all there. Yes, I saw that. And you can actually see the people like rolling yeah. out the dough and the stuff yeah, you right see behind the you. Yeah, the mixers yeah, the and the everything. Yeah. And then they have some really good breakfast and lunch items that they make. Oh, nice. As well. So, yeah. If you're ever in San Antonio, you need to pop into Pan and Coffee because it's so, so tasty. Very cool. Yeah. Now, I had one other work trip I took, and I was in North Phoenix near Deer Valley, Happy Valley area, I guess is what it is, but they just call it North Phoenix. And it's a place, I looked up a a local place there, and it's called Elevate Coffee Company. And again, this place was just absolutely, it just had such a great coffee vibe. And one thing I really liked was they had their own little stage for like either poets or musicians mm. but it was an elevated stage obviously elevate coffee that's it's funny i just great, said that it's a great yeah um, a great i didn't mean to just say that way but yeah <laughs> they had a little stage there which i thought was cool nobody was playing i was there in their morning so um everybody the baristas were very nice or anything um i got a black coffee um yeah cold they, brew coffee actually did they have like a specialty there they had some specialty coffees, but I did not get them. I was oh, just okay. kind of, okay. yeah. it was early morning. I just wanted something to kind of wake up, wake but up. wanted to check out a new place. Hmm. So I went into another like little side room that they had just to like sit in there and almost look like, almost like a library setting. It had a, oh, cool. a big, long uh, rectangle table with like six to eight chairs. And I sat down on the couch next to it and I look up and this whole wall was just covered in um, like science or no math drawing art from an eighth grade oh, um, junior high there and it was cool. just all over which i love that you know the whole coffee duo podcast is about community, community and coffee yeah. and stuff uh-huh. and that brings together like most eighth graders aren't drinking coffee i know some of them get some yeah, special floofy is. drinks <laughs> but um most of them don't do that so it's neat to put that community part mm-hmm. of it in there um, I'm, you know, I'm sure that helped the parents come in there more to see their kids work, but sure. it was just neat that they, they, uh, reached out and did that. So that I was like a neat the, coffee shop. As I like well. the library concept. It was really because, neat looking. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you remember, but when Barnes and Noble used to have like, well, they were open pretty late and then you'd have chairs yes. and you could sit and you could have your, your coffee. I'm not going to say that name cause I don't really like <laughs> it, but you know what I mean? You would have your coffee and then you could drink, you know, read a book or whatever. Yeah. So that's kind of cool that they, they incorporated that into their store. And when I was getting ready to leave, I realized that on one side of the, like the library setting and elevate coffee, you could close that door. And the other part was really wide open. And then what you could do is close those doors and make it a meeting room, meeting room. That's which perfect. was neat. But yeah. you could, I could see a bunch of like college kids being oh, in sure. there to study. Oh, yeah, and, for sure. So that was a neat coffee place as well. So we are always on the lookout for new coffee shops, new local coffee shops, anywhere we're traveling. 
And so there's those are just a few that we've been to in the last week or so. And, you know, I would say too, like, because, you know, I, I obviously am perusing Instagram and Facebook for coffee stuff. And I would love to hear comments from people about like a spot that we should check out or, you know, interview because it's really fun to hear the stories, like I said. So um, I'm actually working on one that's in the Dallas Fort Worth area also. Mm-hmm. It has a really cool story that I haven't told you about, but okay. I'm hoping, looking forward to being able to share that one. That sounds great. So again, we would just ask you if you ever hear of any local coffee shops that you've been to or that you'd like us to talk to, just let us know. And now back to the Coffee Deal podcast. So we wanted to share a couple of products that we have recently tried because I'm always looking for coffee, anything, coffee products, coffee products, literally anything coffee. And, um, I was at a little boutique once and I found this stuff called copper cow coffee. First of all, it's the cutest packaging ever, but you know, it said salted caramel and you know me, caramel lattes are my jam. That's yours. So I saw it and I was like, oh dude, I got to try this. So it's really interesting because it's got an actual filter that fits down inside of your cup of your coffee mug. Oh or your cup. yeah. And then you, the coffee is already inside of it. So you, you open up the little filter, you put it inside your cup, and then you pour your hot water over it like a pour over. Yes. But in your mug, right? And then it comes with a separate packet of the creamer, sugary, yummy goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and so the cool thing about that is you can pour it to taste, right? So, so that's separate from this So one. it's separate. So yeah, there's one packet that's actually like the filter coffee and then one packet that's the sugary, creamy, yummy stuff. Um, but it's, it's a single serve latte, Vietnamese pour over coffee. And so I was like, dude, this is cool. Like if you're traveling Mm -hmm. and you want like a higher quality at the hotel or even camping, which it would be a little harder camping to be honest with you, but it's still cool. And this is copper cow coffee. Yeah. How many packs are in that box? Like how many coffee? Five. Okay. Five. Five pour over coffees with five creamers. And it was. It was sixteen fifty. I know that was a little steep, but I was just curious. Huh, steep, that's tea. Yeah, I know. Anyways. You know what I mean. But that was kind of cool. And then um, the other thing is we were um, got some Trader Joe goodies because yes. we love Trader Joe's. And um, we got this instant coffee packet, which is interesting because what was attractive about it was that it was dressed up with creamer and sugar already in it. So in the pouch already has mm-hmm. the, so you're not going to be able to adjust it like no. the other one right. that we looked at. Unless yeah. you just happen to have more creamer and sugar. That's not enough, but yeah, but yeah, so it's a, it's a, it's like a crystal light packet of instant coffee with cream and sugar. And I will tell you, I was not a fan much of this particular product because it was very weak. Was it like poop coffee? No. Because you haven't tried it yet. I haven't tried it. So you don't know. This could be better than that. It could be worse. Yeah, I don't like it. But I will tell you, like if I was camping and I wasn't bougie camping, like the single serve latte, if I was camping, I would totally drink that because I'm a hot coffee in the morning person. Yeah. So I would. So when you poured this packet into the um, Mm -hmm. coffee cup, it looked like the the dark color coffee with the cream and sugar already in it. So you could actually just add as much as water Mm -hmm. or a little as water. Yeah, exactly. Does it recommend so, how, like, how much water you should add yeah, to this? Yeah, I think or? it was like eight ounces or something like that. Okay. 
And yeah. what, what what about the other one? Is the other one just mainly pouring for whatever cup of coffee you're doing it with, right? Yeah, I think it said specifically. No, it says just add hot water. Okay. So it didn't tell us a. So to those two, like we're we're pretty much always like Trader Joe mm-hmm. um, products, and this one wasn't just the top of it, but it's also it's a great alternative if you say are camping or you're away mm-hmm. from your coffee pot for a few days, possibly have that with you and maybe an on the go type yeah. of thing just to get you going. Yeah, the and the cool thing about the copper cow though is it's real milk and sugar. So there's no preservatives or artificial flavors. It's just sustainably sourced. It's actually from Vietnam. Okay. So Interesting. it's neat. Yeah, yeah. It's neat. But again, the Trader Joe's instant coffee, sorry guys, I didn't really love it. And I do love most like 99.9% of the Trader Joe's stuff. And is that so. a latte too or is that just a cup of coffee? It's just a cup of coffee. Okay. And I have it right here. This okay. is what I was trying earlier. Yeah. So so I picked up a couple other ones at Trader Joe's. They are cans of coffee. It's uh, black cold brew coffee and vanilla cold brew coffee. So I'm going to open these up right now. Ooh. And let's try some right I'm here. I'm so excited I get to try them too. Yeah. Because these are these are like, yeah, see, they're literally we go. brand okay, new. So the first one is cold brew, just black cold brew coffee. Right. Oh, that's 100% black coffee and i'm gonna pass it to erica you're not oh, gonna like no, this no i'm not gonna like you're it. not gonna like this one when he's like oh that's good i'm like it's not gonna be you're good you're not to gonna me. like it okay. at all zero zero liked it zero it's you're great black right. coffee though it's a really good cold brew though okay like so it. the next one from trader joe's is french vanilla cold brew coffee i might like this one okay give it a little shake just to maybe move that around hopefully it doesn't say, go everywhere i would say the black one though like i could like it if i doctored it up a little bit probably so and that might be a good on the go also if yeah. you were in a hotel room or you had just the cream and sugar with you you can literally add it to that so yeah all right here all right. is the french vanilla french, cold brew french vanilla time i can't wait to try it Let's see how it is. Okay, I'm going to let you try it before I say anything about this. He's not going to ruin the... Okay, I like that. And it's not as sweet as you thought, huh? No. Because I don't like sweet, Mm -mm. and I do like a little bit of flavoring every once in a while, and that wasn't overpowering. So it wasn't like you were just like destroyed like Mm -hmm. the coffee taste with just French vanilla. Yeah, this one... So that's a great one right there. I would drink this every day. I could totally drink this one every day. So I would say... The and it's only sixty calories. That's not bad. No. Yeah. And it's um, I was trying to. Oh, it's got two grams of protein in it. There you go. We got some protein in our coffee here. Is there <laughs> any got, poop in that coffee? No, no poop. there's not. That's got, great. And it's seven grams of sugar. Yeah, it's so, gonna have a little bit from know, that French vanilla. Yeah. So. But I mean, really, like, it's actually really good. I really like that one. All right, Trader, so, Trader Joe's. Joe's. You, you got good back job on, on the got back on our yeah. on our good side. So. Yeah. With all of that, with our new coffees that we, the new coffee places that we've been to, um, our poop coffee, and the different coffees that we have tried here today, we just want to say thank you for joining us for episode six. And we will see you again on episode seven. That's right. God bless. Y'all have a great day. You've been listening to Coffee Duo Podcast Radio. Like, share, subscribe, and review everywhere podcasts are found. Views and opinions expressed by the guests of Coffee Duo Podcast are theirs and do not necessarily reflect those of the program. All rights reserved, no duplication or redistribution without permission. Thanks for listening to the Coffee Duo Podcast. Remember to like, share, and subscribe.